0: This summer, we're bringing you double koi gig. She didn't even have to break stride; it was absolutely sublime. we like, yeah. just watching
1: it on repeat, yeah. like just yeah. over and over again. <laughs>
0: yeah, and it's rightfully getting the attention it deserves. Subscribe to the OTV Koi Gig Pod on the OTV Sports app now. Welcome along to Wednesday nights off the ball, Richie McCormick here with you until 10pm tonight, busy show on the way. What next for Donegal? Where are they heading and who will be their next manager? We'll try and make sense of what's going on up there at the moment with Cahar Kane and Brendan Devaney after 8 o'clock tonight. And also as well, the managerial situations at a number of Ulster counties and indeed as the player exodus continues from Tyrone. Lots of the big seeds gone, especially in the women's draw at the US Open. Emirati Canary, the defending champion, falling at the first hurdle. Naomi Osaka's struggles continue. Simona Halep has also uh, been bombed out of the tournament, as has Stefanos Tsitsipas. But Serena and Rafa remain for now. We'll talk to Caitlin Thompson after half past seven on the first two days at Flushing Meadow, as eventful as they have been. Another two points drop for Everton last night in the Premier League and their start to the season under Frank Lampard. We will assess that start with Greg O'Keefe as part of the football show after nine o'clock. Also, in there, we'll hear from Republic of Ireland head coach Vera Pau and captain Katie McCabe, ahead of tomorrow's crucial World Cup qualifier with Finland Atala at Stadium. And all of the updates from a busy night in the Premier League, five games in all, getting underway at half seven, continuing then through to the game at Anfield at eight between Liverpool and Newcastle United. Five three one zero six. if you want to get in touch with us tonight via text, you can tweet us at Off the Ball. Delighted to say I'm joined in studio by Ronan Mullen and also by Colin Mullaney. Gentle, you're welcome. You're welcome Gentlemen, even. Hi, um, can I just get it out of the way first? Ronan's sweatshirt is oh, yes. just, it's a work of, of art, essentially. It is official tour merchandise from the ABBA Voyage yeah. gig in London, which you were at a couple weeks ago, I believe.
2: Yeah, I'm not one for hyperbole, but it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. It was just tremendous visual, aerial experience. Um, I remember ordered the tickets ages ago because they came out, I think, before Christmas, and you're kind of thinking... Nothing like this has ever been done before. For people who aren't aware, it's essentially just a, a fully hologrammed ABBA performance. But well,
0: beforehand, it's been like sprung on people. Mm. So you had like Tupac at Coachella out of nowhere. Nobody saw that coming. And everyone afterwards was like, oh, a hologram Tupac. Could this be the future of, of pop? And mm. turned out to be yes, is the answer.
2: So they put on the, the techno suits. Like I, I was unaware they have been doing this for about six years, putting this whole thing together. And the end product is just sensational. Like I didn't want to... Didn't want any spoilers. I didn't want to know what it was like, but I wanted to know how it had been received. I remember looking at the Guardian reviews, like five stars, spellbinding. <laughs> I was like, that's good enough for me. I don't need to know anymore. It. So, uh, yeah, like even if you're not an ABBA fan, I think most people are just in the sense that everybody's found themselves at one o'clock in the morning singing along or dancing to an ABBA song. Anybody who says they don't like ABBA
0: either doesn't enjoy happiness or is a liar, one or t'other. That'd be my sense of it, Yeah. yeah. So although the top is just magnificent I have to say it's just a nice playing green.
2: that's what I was thinking yeah, was with a kind of shadow kind of ABBA voyage it was more so the the shade of green that, that caught me it's top top yeah, so it's the top 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 top. normally I'm the one uh, commending your attire Richie but ah, well, thanks for the ah, thanks roll, for the like I go up. way out of that it, like, you know, like, there's a Scotty Pippen jersey under there most people would go for the 23 but you went 33 because let's oh, yeah. say game recognises game. game Scotty like was it. the heartbeat of that team yeah. anyone who watched The Last Dance would know that Sure, look, I don't want to brag.
0: That's not what I'm here to do. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm always one of these people who wants to take away a piece of a game like that, or to like somebody who'll collect a program from a big mm. occasion. You know, that's, you know, I want to take away that physical reminder stuff to just add to the uh, the bits and pieces of, you know, the mental ephemera that goes with being on an experience like that. Have you got yeah. any sporting memorabilia like that at I'm home? I'm
2: still hanging in there with the match programs, even yeah. though they're of no use to anybody. Practically, because the team. Well, it's not so bad now when they've got the the 26 limited players on Mm -hmm. a matchday programme and they can swap numbers in and out, but they can't just be adding like nine players to the matchday squad.
1: I've got a full box of match programmes at home, and if you look through the older ones, there's like a lot of them. We'll have, now you have to name your players, but A and Other, who remembers A and oh, Other? Yeah.
0: Uh, my my favourite the at the moment is Trialist, when you see that yeah. during pre-season <laughs> yeah. on Twitter. So you're yeah. like, there's four out of an
2: 11 will be Trialist, Trialist, yeah. Trialist, Trialist. And you're like, who's the Trialist? <laughs> or especially if he's in goal, because you're just like, that could be anybody. There's been a sea change on the old Q&A as well. You know, the favourite movie, Shawshank Redemption, etc. Like, a lot of people who are playing now haven't seen that film. So stop. they're going with things like The Other Guys, or, you know, Armageddon, these kinds of things. The so, social network. Yeah, so that's, I've noticed that in the last few. In those player profile kind yeah. of things.
0: Yeah, I don't know if, if anybody has any pieces of ephemera or memorabilia they want to share with us. To go with, you know, to be fair, yeah, we need look some. at the studio here. Uh, it's, it's barren uh, at the moment. There's literally nothing on our shelves at the moment.
2: I remember very unprofessionally of me mm. after Katie Taylor won her undisputed title fight at Madison Square Garden a few years ago. In fact, it wasn't just me. So all the other journalists got the programme signed. And uh, I was walking out, I was the one of the last people to leave the whole building. And I was uh, getting the lift and I opened the lift and who was in the lift but Sugar Ray Leonard. And I was like, <laughs> Sugar Ray, you're gonna, you're gonna have to sign this as well. I didn't mind being unprofessional a few minutes ago, but I was literally begging him to sign it, so he did. Are you like that old man in The Life Aquatic who approaches Steve Zissou with like a bundle
0: of posters in his arm and he's like, and this one, yeah. and this one, and this one, and you go, and this one.
2: It is funny, like as much as there's the new, the TMZification of, you know, celeb spotting. Yeah. Where they're just trying to doorstep people and ask them random questions to do a viral clip. There's equally these um these professional merchandise collectors who sell the stuff on eBay and it's of no emotional attachment at all. So the likes of like Tom Brady and these people just get followed around with dozens and dozens of footballs asking them to sign it. So
0: OJ Simpson made a living out of that when he was in prison, didn't he? Because I remember watching the 30 for 30 series that they did on the... Well, it's basically on OJ's life because it started off with him as a player and, and all that stuff. But That's an it,
2: unbelievable documentary. It, it,
0: if anybody hasn't seen that, by the way, seek it out. The 30 for 30, the entire it's five episodes I think on OJ it's magnificent but that's how he paid his legal bills for ages is that his agent at the time was able to sneak in numbers which you know because he wouldn't be sneaking in a full jersey he'd just be sneaking in the numbers he'd get OJ to sign the numbers he'd take them back out and then they'd be stitched onto the jerseys and they'd sell them for because there still was despite the fact that OJ Simpson did OJ Simpson things uh, that there was still a massive market for them which is just perverse but I'm sure people well that reminds me in an opposite sense of I have a jersey belonging to a team who I support I don't want to give away names here and it was at the time signed and then it was signed by somebody who left the club in pretty bad circumstances so I googled a lot of how to scrub out a name from you know from marker written a marker on a jersey didn't work still there so essentially I've ruined the jersey twice in a way by getting the signature on it and then wanting it removed if anybody has any tips on how to do that by the way even years removed still be delighted to hear from you because it does fit 5, 3, <laughs> Uh good call Richie the social network has taken over from the Shawshank as the official choice of the next generation great film of as GA well. players it's
2: a great film thank as you, well
0: thank you GMAC uh, second choice is Moneyball
2: yes both great films like the social network is getting better as the years go by just as we see what an abomination um, that platform was
0: <clears <clears <throat> yeah but there was always these stock answers that everybody had for these everybody back in the 80s yeah would their favourite musician was Phil Collins Phil Collins and Dire Straits mm. every single football or player profile in the 80s that you'd read and shoot what music you like <laughs> Phil's charts off but Phil Collins and Dire Straits probably be my two favourites
1: yeah, yeah constantly well I think the J players have been a bit more adventurous with those uh, Q&As now in that they don't take them seriously at all <laughs> which can provide some some level of interest but they are very bland otherwise aren't
0: they, they like yeah because otherwise it's like, you're just ticking off answers yeah, yeah. you want somebody to, to play with the format I guess as well Uh, you can tweet us as well at Off The Ball we should crack into tonight's news round which is brought to you with Gillette Labs for an effortless finish to your day we're going to be bringing you this game live of course tomorrow on Off The Ball and we have some disappointing team news already from it I would guess
1: Uh, Cahill? Yeah for sure because the Republic of Ireland defender Nia Fahey is set to miss tomorrow's crucial World Cup qualifier against Finland the Liverpool player has been ruled out through injury but could be fit for Tuesday's meeting with Slovakia win of course for Ireland tomorrow night will secure a playoff spot and it's a sell out at Tala Stadium, and manager Vera Pau says it's going to be an occasion they're well prepared for.
2: But everybody's very focused on, on, on this game of course and everybody wants to do well but it is not a, a high tensed and nervous uh, situation the opposite everybody is confident and relaxed and um, we know we've played these games now um, yeah well, more of them and not as a final but this level of games we've played and so we know what we are going to face and we know the difficulties um, you get nervous if you don't know what you face um, but we know what we will face and we know uh, what we stand for, so um, I think that that is the best way to deal with these situations and I hope that that this full house um, will shout us uh, through the game, especially at the difficult moments.
0: Yeah, we'll hear more from Vera Powell and indeed Captain Katie McCabe, who are speaking to her own Ashling O'Reilly at Tallaght Stadium this evening, later on on the football show. A uh, few texts in on the memorabilia thing already. <laughs> thank you for this. Uh, I got a jersey as a leaving present at work, says one texter. I was delighted until I realised it had been signed not by the team, but by my workmates. <laughs> it has literally never been worn. That is from Mick. Is that from Armic? Or is it from Mother Mick? Oh my God. Who's from here? People from the office signed no. a, what, it. What was it? Village jersey? No, it wasn't a village jersey. So he's gonna t- it was a Claire jersey, and it was signed by the likes of Adrian Barry and, and Jerry Gilroy. My God, that's why would you? That's 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 ruined. Totally that ruined. You should I have a frame around it no? He's
1: laughing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 laughing, says he. There you go. Uh, we do have uh, live games on tonight as if we don't have enough football
1: on our plates, called There's uh, five games in the Premier League. Yeah, five games down for decision tonight and three of them underway from half past seven. One of them is Arsenal against Aston Villa. That game is at the uh, Emirates Stadium from half past seven. The other game underway from half seven is Manchester City against Nottingham Forest. And then Bournemouth against Worlds 2 kicks off in about uh, just under 20 minutes' time. And we get the team news now from the Vitality Stadium. Here's David Garrett. Bournemouth's stopgap manager Gary O'Neill makes four changes from the team beaten by nine at Liverpool. The most notable is probably in goal, where Travers makes way for Neto, who will be the keeper. Lloyd Kelly is the skipper. Dominic Solanke and Philip Billing are in. Bournemouth have announced Southampton's Jack Stevens will join them on a season-long loan. The defender won't play today, though. Wolves unchanged tonight from the team that drew against Newcastle. They confirmed Sasha Kaladzic as a signing from Stuttgart earlier today, but the striker not involved. And while Bournemouth were accused of not turning up at Anfield on Saturday, Willy literally was a no-show for Wolves against Newcastle, but it is not a case of where's Willie tonight. He's joining Nottingham Forest. His absence has helped, it seemed, to engineer that move. So it feels like Wolves are going through a, tra- a transitional period. Is it a good time to play Bournemouth after they lost 9-0? Maybe it's a terrible time to play the Cherries as they look for redemption and revenge. They should be revved up, but will they be good enough to hunt down Wolves? Bournemouth against Wolverhampton at the Vitality.
0: Nowhere's Willie. Thank you for that, that's David Harris. tremendous journalism. There was a fantastic, it was um, Adam Jury last night at the Leeds-Everton game uh, managed to fit in a Flash Gordon reference for, you know, because <laughs> obviously, uh, you know, Anthony Gordon scored the opener for Everton and he was like, Gordon was alive to the danger. Oh, I was like, oh, super. Like, Brian Blessed would be proud. Top. top, 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 top. That's harsh on Mark Travers though, isn't it? Dropped.
2: Yeah, like if you're troubleshooting that performance the other day to start with number one in the team sheet and think that's going to fix what ails us I don't know like we were chatting a little bit about this last night you can't point at him explicitly and say he was severely at fault for that goal there were a few ones but when when there's a barrage of shots coming in, in your goal like that you can see how the problems are further out the field totally mm-hmm. and um you know there was a little bit of <clears throat> gesturing between defence and goalkeeper but like those games can like the the Bournemouth hierarchy have looked at it and thought it was emblematic of something bigger but sometimes those results just happen in isolation and tonight will probably tell the tale of that yeah, <clears throat> I think, again, the Scott Parker issue is more of a
0: deserved or not. It was, you know, he clearly annoyed the owners yeah. to such a degree that they felt that they had no other option but to to give him his marching orders. But for, for Travers, again, like we mentioned it last night, a new manager coming in after the previous one, showing so much faith in him mm. to give him as many games as he did in the Championship last season and to help him get promoted. And then him being... You don't want to say blamed maybe it's an effort of taking them out of the firing line for a day but with a position like goalkeeper it just takes one good game they could get a score to straw tonight and Neto's in for for God knows how long um, and ruining his
1: chances again. Then trying to get into the the Ireland starting eleven. Um, we do have other games, obviously, on tonight. Call yeah, seven forty five start at the London Stadium where West Ham take on Tottenham, and then at eight at Anfield, it's Liverpool against Newcastle. And Newcastle's new signing Alexander Isak is uh, named to start there in that game at Anfield. So uh, a big addition for Newcastle ahead of that game uh, this evening. Yeah. Um, thank you for your text so far. By the way, this is, these are
0: all brilliant. <laughs> um, the great GA favourite meal, because obviously this was only one of your other stock questions Spaghetti
2: in your. Spaghetti bolognese. Bacon and bo- cabbage.
0: <sighs> People were savage for bacon and cabbage. Uh, some call it bubble and squeak, uh, but a good steak and chips. Drink milk. That's from Dan. And <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, You couldn't get no more Irish. Uh, Phil Harrington gloves, which I got after the Cork after Cork City lost the league to Dundalk in the last game of the season '91, I think. Still have them but the smell of TPs <laughs> is long gone uh, that's from Alan in Cork uh, that's a class thing to have though all the same uh, from Phil Harrington uh, thank you for that text Alan Five two one oh six one zero if you want to get in contact as well tonight um, one big move going through I'm not sure if
1: it would have prevented uh, Chelsea losing last night but certainly they are splashing the cash again today Call. Yeah, they certainly are. Chelsea have completed the signing of Wesley Fofana from Leicester City. He moves to London in a deal worth €81 million Euro with a possible €6 million in add-ons. He's agreed a seven-year contract at Stamford Bridge and appeared to criticise Leicester on his departure in a social media post where he re- referenced what he described as false and misleading comments uh, during the transfer process. And as you say, Richie, his signing comes a day after Chelsea's uh, second Premier League defeat of the season. They lost 2-1 to Southampton last night. And speaking afterwards, manager Thomas Tuchel questioned the manner of his signing. The defending. Soft, so soft, 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 soft defending. What stops that? Pure mentality. Stop it by pure mentality. Stop it with
0: defending mentality. There is no superiority for the opponent. There is no need to give shots away. There is no need. Just toughen up and as a team and show different mentalities is today my assessment. He's essentially challenging uh, Chopper from that Australian video where he goes around and tells sundry people to harden the F up so that's <laughs> what Thomas Tuchel is uh, doing there an interesting case study Chelsea because I don't know their their transfer business so far appears to be a bit scattergun uh, the Fofana one I guess makes sense um, they I don't think have adequately replaced uh, Antonio Rudiger in the heart of that defence but again you're kind of looking at them going what are Chelsea this year what are, what, are, what, are, what are Chelsea's aims it's a bit hard to kind of ascertain especially from two of the last three games when they lost
2: yeah it's been quite fragmented off the field as has been you know well documented and it's kind of seeped onto the pitch a little bit to what extent there's any sort of firm correlation there i don't know but it can't help having said that they have invested heavily and there was a sense with some of their transfer business that oh that club's in for them maybe we should try and nip in with the cucurella deal where they seem to pay well over the odds mm. in that instance still a good player for is a very good player and From a Chelsea perspective, you're thinking of the knock-on effects where it'll free up Rhys James to start right wing back every week, you would think. And, you know, from that point of view, I I can see the logic behind it. But they're also linked with the guy Guardiol from Leipzig. And that's uh, another 100 million euro with him going to join next summer. So Thomas Tuchel could conceivably, and maybe this is the grand plan, it's 11 defenders. Um, starting for Chelsea at some point this season. So. Steve Clark's influence still, you know, firmly
0: at the club, really. Mm. Um what yeah. do you make of his comments, the Fafana ones call, because it's unusual to see a player taking a shot like that in the way out whereby yeah. their professionalism was questioned because they wanted the move, obviously, and that's what he did. But um him to say, you know, I see you, Brendan Rogers, in his parting statement.
1: Yeah, a little bit unusual I thought. Um and I would have thought maybe you could just leave it he's got his move now and everything else that he could just leave it there but obviously he wanted to have that uh, parting shot and there does seem to be at Leicester just a bad atmosphere at the moment across the entire club you would think and that has been reflected in the results so far and I'm not sure do you get the sense that uh, it's just waiting to happen that Brendan Rogers departs there sooner rather than later Yeah. Um, obviously they've had a, a troubled summer and potentially another departure tomorrow as well uh, with Tillemann so I mean if that were to happen I think the signs are ominous enough they surely are Uh, further bad news for Tommy Tuchel today as well yeah he's been fined for comments about uh, match referee Anthony Taylor following their two-all Premier League draw with Tottenham the German was unhappy that their opponent's goals were allowed to stand and he suggested the official should not take charge of any of the club's future games and he's admitted to a charge of improper conduct and will have to pay £20,000 over to Manchester United their manager Eric Ten Hag says he expects Cristiano Ronaldo to remain at the club when asked today Ten Hag appeared to indicate his desire that Ronaldo would stay saying they need quality players hang also added that United's business ahead of tomorrow's deadline won't extend beyond completing the signing of Anthony and the potential for Martin Dubravka's move from Newcastle to be finalised
2: Yay yeah, you another know, six months of talking about
1: Ronaldo class can't, can't wait
2: and the
0: World Cup in the middle of all that as well so he, the, the story will turn from he's not getting enough games in preparation for the World Cup and he feels like his chances for Portugal are being hampered and all that kind of stuff so
2: yeah like I thought um, Duncan Castle's phenomenal article at the weekend I don't know. Oh, so,
0: look, this is what I've missed almost about Twitter is I've forgotten about people like Duncan Castles are uh-huh. still out there playing the George Mendes fiddle
2: some of the phrases and he, he plays all the hits in this one as well yeah. it's just tremendous stuff but there was a particular, particular um, character assassination of Sporting Lisbon and their manager and basically saying um, sources close to Ronaldo are saying this guy doesn't know what he's talking about <laughs> come back to me when you can win more than one in three games this season that kind of thing so, yeah, I wonder what perceptions around Ronaldo are like in Portugal, because he's obviously been their talisman for over a decade, if not more. And But then they've got such exciting, vibrant, attacking talent. Have you seen any parallels here? And mm. is, is his stodgy front play going to hold them back against... Is this a winnable World Cup? Like you would have said France were, were firm favourites again, especially with the addition of Benzema from, from the World Cup, the, the last one but I don't know. I think it could. it's up <clears> for grabs a little bit. The closer we get to it, the more I'm kind of seeing that. Do you remember
0: the episode of The Simpsons where they get the trampoline and there's loads of kids get injured and they start having that panning shot across the <laughs> back garden where there's just loads of strewn bodies that's across true. the... Damn. That's the gap between August and yeah, November yeah, yeah. is that there's... As we get closer to it, so many people are going to have knocks and are yeah. going to have long-term injuries and are going to be missing out. And
2: So maybe it's that sort of... Um, Curtail tempo, or if it is a little bit slower, having just a a goal phenom like that in your team might be of benefit. So it's uh, it's unprecedented in a lot of ways. So it'd probably be closer to the time before we get a firm read on it.
0: Wheeling him into position like some kind of medieval cannon. Yeah. Um. Uh, a sad departure, I guess, from, from St. Pat's and one of the stalwarts of the club and somebody who's been the heartbeat uh, of Richmond Park for the last
1: uh, decade plus today, call. Yeah, Ian Birmingham set to depart uh, St Patrick's Athletic after 13 years at the club. The club's record appearance holder played 452 times for Pats, winning a league title and two FAI Cups. Birmingham will leave the club at the end of the season and uh, looks set to retire from the game. Meanwhile, former Blackpool defender Alex Baptiste is signed for Waterford. The 36-year-old who played with Blackpool in the Premier League was most recently at Bolton. Uh, Bermot certainly one of those players I think every
0: club in the League of Ireland bro, wishes they kind of had he's kind of the lifeblood of their kind of lives and breathes for the club and has been an exceptional performer for them for the guts of a decade or more
2: For sure and like one of those classic players that's important to use the adage have around the place because he sets that tone and you know he, like it's f- fair to say the last embers of his career he wasn't a week in week out merchant but like he was kept around for a reason and that's true of, of most clubs I think to have someone of that value uh, Before we move on Alex Baptiste is definitely not a real player and is definitely a character <laughs> I was in Dream Team that. I was just that that <laughs> Like 100% he
0: has played 14 games in the season for Harchester before moving on to a championship <laughs> club uh, without wanting to bring everything back to uh, to Dream Team as I invariably do Um
1: Ireland's are going to have a chance to, to build squad depth, I guess, uh, later on the year, Call They are. Simon Easterby will lead an emerging Ireland squad on a tour of South Africa in September and October. A squad of 35 players will travel for games against three Currie Cup teams with the first pencil in for September the 30th. Meanwhile, Ulster have confirmed that Jacob Stockdale is fit for the start of the new season. The Irish international has spent nearly a year out of the game with an ankle injury, but the province has confirmed he'll be available for selection for Friday's pre-season clash with Exeter in Belfast that's
0: an uh, interesting timing for the for the tour and for the uh, I guess Simon East to be leading as well possibly a uh uh, snapshot of things to come in the future. We'll be talking to Caitlin Thompson uh, very, very shortly about the first couple of days at the US Open. Day three is well and truly underway, though, Colin.
1: Yeah, it certainly is, and uh, some big names falling. Maria Sakari is out of the uh, women's single. She's been beaten uh, just in the last few moments. Um, Maria Sakari, who is the fifth seed, she's been beaten by Xu Yun Wang uh, in the second round in a uh, final set decider, 3 6 7 5 7 5. Uh, elsewhere today, that's currently on. Going, Andy Murray currently in action has set a piece with Emilio Nava in the men's singles at the moment. Daniel Medvedev, the defending champion, is in action overnight. And of course, Serena Williams uh, returns to court later on as well. She plays the number two seed, Annette Contevate, and that uh, game is taking place at around midnight tonight, Irish time.
0: Yeah, we'll be talking to... Um Caitlin about Emirati Canu in her first round exit uh, at the hands of Alize Corne and also of Naomi Osaka and going out to to Danielle Collins. The two of them couldn't have really had. Uh, harder openings to the tournament either because Corney has been in a fantastic form Daniel Collins reaching the final of the Australian Open uh, earlier this year as well uh, but we've got a squad in place for the next uh, T20 World Cup qualifier call.
1: yeah the Irish women's cricket squad for next month's qualifier in the United Arab Emirates has been announced Lord Delaney will captain the side with 15 players in all selected there are two groups of four teams with two set to advance to next year's World Cup in South Africa Ireland will play Bangladesh, Scotland and the USA in the group stage uh, thank you for texts so far in this tonight the GEA dream 5 Aside
0: team is my favourite part of every GEA programme DJ Carey must be in every hurling one we need to actually do you know what if if ever there was a live golf uh, what is it tomorrow sports kind of thing that needs to happen 5 Aside hurling Oh, how good would that be? Let's get that streaming. Yeah. Let's, let's let's put that out there. Let's copyright that right now. Uh, also, someone saying, "I can't believe we have an angry texter uh, by saying the social network is a great film." It is a great film. Is he implying that's you, Ronan, that the Shawshank Redemption isn't? Please ask him to leave the studio. <laughs>
2: no, I'm not. Why <laughs> don't you cast out? <laughs> it's, a gen- of Gethsemane. it's a genera- or generational issue. It's a generational issue whereby I think uh, the Shawshank Redemption was a stock answer. Where if the the person taking the survey opted not to answer they just put that in there I yeah. presume that's what he was going to say uh, I, I don't know they
0: seem pretty angry I'm not sure has your anger uh, been subsided by that answer from Ronan uh, I'm not too Sunshine sure Shank
2: Redemption is a great film a
0: there great film clip that play it early, and you can stay in the studio says Mick as well I want to see that jersey by the way with everybody's names all over it uh, Mick before we go out tonight uh, Cahill thank you uh, Ronan thank you mm-hmm. as well we'll be here from both later on tonight of course